what can I build? <laughs> okay, so we're recording everyone. Okay, great. You're listening to the Here Now Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Lewis. On today's episode, we talk about the cultivation of gratitude. Projector, singer, songwriter, lead vocalist, and that band Frank, touring with international group The Vaccines and providing backgrounds for Mount St. Elias. Today, we are joined by K.C. Van Der You know, different ways of life, different um, ways of healing. Uh, the more that you can just continue being curious about whatever kind of like gets your engine revving a little bit, like uh, I feel like that's kind of um, one of the ways that we can also shift ourselves into being also grateful as well. At Here and Now Flowers, we believe in the power of the present moment. That's why we source our blooms locally. Our dedication to quality means that you'll always receive the finest flowers bursting with life and color. Our delivery service brings the beauty of the here and now right to your doorstep. So order now. Like the more that you can continue to open your mind um, to, uh, you know, different people, different, uh, you know, uh, situations, different yeah. uh, studies, uh, you know, different ways of life, different um, ways of healing. Uh, the more that you can just continue being curious about whatever kind of like gets your engine revving a little bit. Like, uh, I feel like that's kind of um, one of the ways that we can also shift ourselves into being also grateful as well. like kind of more open state and you're able to like pull on your resources you know whatever they may be to like go through that you know and I don't know I think about um you know how they say like curiosity killed the cat uh-huh. I I feel like you know like didn't we learn that like cats have nine lives exactly like <laughs> I'm sorry but like maybe that was like maybe like death is like an epiphany to a new like form of like ideology that is your own maybe that was just the first life maybe it's the fourth life I don't know what where we're at in the spiritual lives of cats but <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's an answer there that um could be very like healing for a lot of people for sure yeah you are so brave and you're so like just i'm gonna go do it i'm gonna go after it you feel that inspiration that spark and that light and you're just like okay yes Mm -hmm. have you always been that way Uh, i don't know i mean i've had throughout my life a lot of people tell me that they the way that they see me is is being fearless and i always kind of felt like you do not live in my head, honey. Like it is all up, like oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole, it's a vibe. I think I do things with fear. Um, I think I'm more impulsive to be able to do things with fear, and like, and but it's taught me a lot of lessons ultimately because. I still did the thing and maybe it was the wrong thing to do. And, but I learned in that moment that that was the wrong thing to do. Or, um, in terms of like, 
uh, but it also gave me a lot of other uh, positions where it was the right thing to do. In an audition for the drama therapy program at uh, uh, California Institute of Integral Studies, um, and this was in 2019, uh, right before the pandemic, this would have been like in spring terms to come in. And um, I remember like, like even during, like there was like three part audition. And um, I remember like we had to do these one-on-ones after the auditions and they had, you know, made us do all these different kinds of exercises where you kind of had to act in bold ways that were like, you know, supposed to be therapeutic, you know, where it's like we chose one person out of the audience and there was like six of us um, and we all represented different emotions that she had been going through in a divorce that she is currently in. And I was kind of like this like wrap up, um, a voice that was supposed to be like resilience and kind of overcoming. And I had said something like thing that actually like made her come to tears and she came outside with me uh, to smoke a cigarette later and <laughs> thanked me. And I was like, you know, and was just like, I, you know, uh, I, I feel like I was just so seen in that moment. It was just a really beautiful experience to have that. And then later on, um, you know, I continued to kind of make more bold choices Um uh, because I was with a lot of like really incredible actors and I hadn't acted in a really long time, like since high school. And, um, my one-on-one -on -one with like the, one of the professors there, uh, like for a more direct interview, they even said like, you made some pretty bold and fearless choices. They asked me, have you always been that way? And, you know, for me, it's just kind of like, uh, I'm not like, I'm here to, I'm here to learn. Uh, I feel in this life and, and also like here to share what I know when I do learn those things so that we can, you know, so that, cause I believe in the community trees. Like we all have this root system that uh, tells the other trees like, Hey, there's this bug out there. Like put on this, put out your repellent, <laughs> you know, like, so we're sharing with each other, like how this, how, this is how you might be able, able to um, come through or potentially even avoid this kind of suffering. And this is might, might be how you can ask for help or, whatever other lesson like can help one another. So, um, yeah, for me, it feels like a, an odd duty, <laughs> but it really, you know, I, I, uh, I endure it because it's not easy all the time, but, uh, I also like, it's hard for me to live any other way. Wow. Yeah. you know, heavy, but also very important things, intersectional things as coined by Kimberly uh, Crenshaw. Um, but uh, anyway, um, uh, I uh, utilized, I, I, I went to like, this one graduate uh, class and I had to like bang on the door <laughs> and um, be like, I know I'm undergraduate, but I really want to take this class. It was like a, a, um, a counseling in a pluralistic society. Uh, and it was kind of talking about the intersections within therapy and how we kind of need to understand um, ourselves uh, and our traumas and, you know, our, uh, you know, resilience uh, on a personal level and then like, uh, you know, in one circle and then on this like bigger level of like society and how it differs and who you can relate to and how it's intersectional because there are some issues that I might be able to relate with like a black woman in terms of womanhood, but maybe not in terms of race and things like that. Um, but being able to also just like understand what 
um, microaggressions uh, and just like other social uh, systemic oppression is going on in society realm. And then even bigger on a globalized realm, like what do we all have in common? We all have culture, we all have dancing, we all have um, music. music, we exactly art and food and spices and uh, agriculture and uh, you know, um, all these things, um, folklore. Um, and a lot of these things, you know, you know, might be different in context, but some of them even have similarities there, but we all have those, we all shouldn't eat, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I was thinking about this woman and just seeing her and trying to hold her in a space. And if I'm embodying the resilience and other people are anger and sadness and these kinds of things, you know, the scene was leading up to like her knocking on his door, um, you know, saying like, you need to pick up the kids from school, you know, kind of type thing um, with, you know, with this like young new partner and stuff. And her being more of a middle-aged woman, knowing that many middle-aged women feel discarded after the age of 30 sometimes, you know, these kinds of things. Um, and so har harping on her taking her power back and knocking on the door and saying, you know, um, I don't need you um, in my life, but I do need you to take care of the things that you are responsible for, that you signed up to do with your body and your time and your efforts. And, you know, I'm not even going to pay any mind to who else is behind this door with you. I just need you to um, do right by me and your, you know, children uh, and, um, uh, and whatever forms of contact outside of that, I need to keep my peace and, you know, see, it's just kind of uh, more so like stance on like, see you later. Like I'm not going to, um, uh, allow you to take my happiness from me anymore, um, to hold this power over me anymore. Yeah. It's important. Like, yeah, I, I grew up as a theater kid and maybe that was like empathy 101, yeah. you know, like if maybe everybody should take the theater because yeah. it's like, <laughs> get out of yourself for a minute, like put on some other shoes completely fully. Like we're going into imagination land, yeah. like, <laughs> and like, cause that can be a freedom, you mm -hmm. know, like, yeah, there's, there's freedom in our, in our bodies you know mm -hmm. we we live and breathe it like it's there but um and that's why we fight for it in the physical realms too you know um because we know it we have it it's there you like that sovereignty you know but it's just like yeah um when life gets you down it's like maybe the key is like being able to empathize with yourself first and foremost <laughs> Yeah, ah, that's good. Be compassionate to yourself. That's good. To follow along their musical escapades and check out a live show, you can find Casey Vanderzee on Instagram at 12am underscore riot. That's 12am underscore R-I-O-T. I'm your host, Marcus Lewis. Thank you for tuning in to the Here Now podcast.